Yes, team, hope you're doing well. Hope you are looking forward to Christmas. Obviously, this is the episode or the season finale for uh, the second season of Training to Endure. And this is the last episode of 2023. We have the third season to bring you in 2024. That is almost uh, finished up and recorded already. So that is looking to be an absolutely epic season um you know to kind of top off and continue uh what we've who we've been speaking to and what we've been speaking about in this uh season already but just to recap very quickly obviously episode one talking about my my race in uh the north coast 110 fully recovered from that now and very much looking forward to getting stuck into 2024 with some new running goals which i'll touch on in a little bit we then spoke to Chasing L about her journey into marathons, uh, her experience of the London Marathon, and then also how she's overcoming uh, an ACL injury. Uh, from there, we spoke to Mr. James Bizant on his final stages of preparation for the Dragon's Back. Uh, we speak to him again in season three on how the actual race went. Then Lizzie Wright about her her journey into endurance uh what she's uh, you know kind of done in the past in terms of ultra marathons uh running in singapore and kind of her mindset towards that and also how she's kind of carried that forward now into exploring mountains uh and, and other things like that we then spoke to mr elliot ward um about his journey into professional cycling uh, and now using that similar all-in mindset in business. And then this is the final episode of the season. So, yeah, a lot uh, of kind of ground covered, a lot of very varied ground covered from ultramarathons to professional cycling to coaches to, you know, ordinary people taking on uh, epic challenges. So looking, you know, to continue this in 2024, bring you more uh, conversations just like these. And I guess this is a good point to kind of, you know, mention and say thank you. Thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank you for people who regularly tune in uh, and, and listen to, to the guests. I hope you f- have found it useful. I hope you've got a lot of value out of it. And what I would like to say as well is, you know, the way this podcast will expand and grow and continue is with your continued help and input so if you haven't done already please make sure you uh, give this a five-star review make sure you share it with your friends make sure you give it a like Uh, and also if you you know if you have questions if you have people that you want to hear from then make sure you you let me know and then I can approach them because Obviously, most of the people I've spoken to have been through my network of, of of friends and coaches and people that I know. But if you particularly want to hear from a certain type of person, or you particularly want to hear from uh, you know a certain about a certain sport, then let me know because then I can take that forward, and I can actually research and find people that are going to be a good fit for that. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about season three in a minute. Firstly, 
we did talk or I did ask on my Instagram if people had any questions and there's, I had got three questions that people wanted uh, to know. First one being from a good friend of mine who currently is recovering from foot surgery. And his question was, was about was about how to rebuild into um into you know getting back into the gym getting back into uh, running again and i think the key with this is just go slowly but surely first of all anyone that you have who is helping you recover so whether that's a physio or someone similar uh, listen to their advice do the rehabilitation stuff that they've asked of you because there will be a very specific reason. And then I, I guess gradually what they will get you to do is get you back into walking again. Uh, and then from that point on, get you back into, you know, lifting and, and things like that. I would imagine that you would be able to go back into lifting in the gym Um you know, especially upper body, especially things like core and maybe using uh, certain machines such as leg extension, leg curl um, fairly fast because it's not actually going to aggravate uh, the foot too much. Then over time, as you rebuild strength, as you can walk further, as you can walk further with less pain, then you can begin to work on actually building strength through the foot. And I think, especially for you, it would be really useful to begin working on that. So begin spending time barefoot uh, in the gym, begin doing some single leg stability work, then build that into some single leg stability work with strength. So a lot of single sided stuff will be really, really useful. And then over time, you can gradually build up to bigger and heavier things. But essentially, you know, it's going to take a bit of time to get back to or to get to where you want to. But as soon as you can, I would, yeah, encourage you to begin doing some single leg stability work. That will begin to work on all the muscles underneath the foot. Then once you're strong and stable on one foot, I would begin to add some load from there. But as I said, it's going to take time. It might not be a straightforward process. And I would imagine you will have some good days and some bad days along the way. Take your time with it. Don't rush it. I know specifically you've been out for a long period of time, not being able to do a lot of stuff and being in a lot of pain. So, um, yeah, take your time with it. Just just keep chipping away. And then over time, uh, add some load and, yeah, work up from that. And then hopefully, you know, over time, once you've rebuilt that, then you'll be able to gradually work back into some running. And with that, again, it would be like run, walk, literally 20, 30 seconds running, a couple of minutes walking. I mean, you probably want to build up to being able to walk pain-free or with minimal pain for an hour before you even consider going into the running and make sure you've been doing a decent amount of, of strength on your lower limbs just to help support that area before you enter back into running. Um. But yeah, that's the main thing. Slow and steady, listen to your body uh, and then just be aware it's going to take time. But at the end of that kind of time, there is there is light at the end of the tunnel and you have some good stuff to look forward to in the future. So bear that in mind when things are frustrating and things feel like they're not going the right way. Just keep, keep turning up, keep doing it. Uh, and I'm sure you will see the fruits of your labor further on down. 
Now, a big question that I got asked as well, and I get asked a lot, is how to incorporate strength training into your um how to incorporate strength training alongside your running now i when i'm programming for strength i will tend to include strength the day after a run so typically uh the way i'd set a week up would be run on a monday strength train tuesday day off wednesday uh run on a thursday usually more speed work based stuff on a thursday um strength train on a friday and then have a saturday or a sunday long run ideally a sunday long run but there's no kind of it'd be it's always going to be very difficult to manage that in terms of do you put your longest run of the week after a rest day and then go into your monday run with a back-to-back run days or do you put it on a saturday having done the strength training uh, beforehand there's obviously other ways of doing it you can double up on days you can include a bit of strength training after you're running but i think the, the key thing is understanding what your priority is it is are you looking to get stronger or are you looking to become a better runner because if you're looking to become a better runner then you need to prioritize the running if you're looking to get stronger and you're doing the running as you know just in a bit of extra cardio or, or just because you enjoy it then actually making sure that you are emphasizing the strength work. So in, in that case, I'd do you know, strength first and then running second. And then just making sure that you're, you, you know, it's going to be a lot harder for you to perform well with higher volumes of strength training. Um, so just be aware of that. Just be aware that, you know, you kind of want a bit of time between your, your your heaviest leg work and your um your your hardest running so if you were to do that on the split that I talked about before I'd probably do your heaviest leg work on the Tuesday that gives you the Wednesday off and allows you to then go in a little bit more rested on the Thursday uh, because ideally you want to keep your heaviest leg stuff away from your hardest sessions, which would be uh, your speed work and also your long run on a Saturday or a Sunday. So typically um, the way that I've kind of done it before is I'll do a heavier leg based session on the uh, on, on the Tuesday and then have it m- more upper body based on the Friday so that your legs are more rested and you're not carrying fatigue into those sessions because that is where you will see uh, a drop off in performance and not be able to maintain the the same intensities as you would perhaps like so that's kind of the split i've used uh, in in the past especially for people that are doing 3 days of running um obviously there there is ways where you can add you know more running in should you want to I think a lot of it is finding out what works for you. I think for people that have, you know, you are working with with running in mind and that is your kind of end goal, whether you're running for a, a marathon or an ultra marathon, then two days of strength is a good amount. You can drop that down to one day and just kind of work on maintenance or kind of split it up into smaller, more bite-sized kind of 30-minute sessions as well. But that is what I've used before. So you're trying to get, your strength work so that it doesn't interfere with all the other stuff that you're doing. 
um, that is my main takeaway piece of advice because if you want to become a better runner, you need to make sure that you're performing in your running and the strength training will somewhat detract from that. The other question that I got was around um, speed sessions. So, you know, there's so many different ways you can do this uh, and there's so many kind of different sessions you can do. I'll give you two of my favorite ones. The first one is one I've called Fast Case. Uh, you know, it's super simple. There's not, you know, there's nothing fancy about it. It is, you run, well, obviously you do, do a warm-up, so you might do a kilometer warm-up to begin with. You then take two minutes rest. You then run uh, a kilometer as fast as you can, take two minutes rest, and then you repeat that. And then depending on how much volume you want to do, depending on how long you the workout you want to do, um, you can repeat that, you know, from say three of those sets all the way through to, you know, if you do go really long, you could do eight of those sets. The key thing is you're trying to keep and you're trying to maintain that speed as much as possible. Now, obviously there's going to be a big variation between what you start on and what you finish on, but you don't want that variation to be too wide. If there's like a 30 seconds difference, you're probably just pushing it too much and you want to reduce the amount of volume you're doing, but maintain the intensity. Now, like I said, there's absolutely nothing that is particularly special about that workout, but from personal experience, it's tough, but running uh, 1K, you know, kind of intervals is one of the the kind of distances that I, I think is the most effective at improving overall speed. So, plus it's just a so adaptable, you know, over the weeks you can gradually increase the volume while maintaining the intensity and you see a massive jump in, in fitness. Could also add, like I say, a kilometre on to warm up, a kilometre at the end to cool down as well. So it's a great way of a very simple workout, a very effective workout, and one you can scale up, you know, as you get fitter and as you get stronger. So that's number one. There, what well, the other session that I've used, uh, and it involves the hill. Um, now I was doing this when I was training for a 10k uh, kind of time trial, and I was I, I was just looking. I was uh, you know on YouTube looking through different workouts and I found this one and yeah, it worked pretty well. Um, you do, you find a hill, you do 10 hill reps where you sprint up for 30 seconds. You then walk back down, sprint up for 30 seconds, walk back down and you repeat this 10 times. You then rest two minutes and then you go into a, one K tempo run. Okay, at the speed that you want to be, uh, the speed that you want to be doing your your 10k at, for example. So I think I was trying to maintain like a 430 pace, 430 per kilometer pace at the time. So I do 10 of those, back down, rest two minutes, run. Uh, and I would do the same at the other end. Okay, so that was what I was doing. Uh, they're two sessions that I would 
recommend you do and I found very uh, effective. So yeah, I would definitely give those two a go. I'd say the first one's probably my favorite just because it's one that I've used a lot more. But the second one is good because it gets you to work on tired legs. So it kind of prepares you for that latter stage of like a five or 10K. And you can actually work on trying to maintain pacing when your legs are feeling tough. It's also a good way of bit. You, you can also scale that up. So again, I started doing three sets of that. And then over time built to four and then to five sets of that, um, which is pretty pretty tough as as you go up um so yeah they are the the questions that were got asked and that is kind of yeah that kind of ends the the q a section per se um in terms of my own goals for next year 2024 looking at running a half uh, and a full marathon in February and then May, respectively. Um, the May one is, yeah, not not in the diary yet, but I'm kind of looking at at getting that kind of squared away. It's a very boring marathon. I'm looking at doing Milton Keynes, and yeah, just I don't know. It looks like a very boring marathon, but it works time wise, and I want to try and PB in both. Um, so the idea is that the May mar- uh, the February half will springboard me into the kind of latter stages of the uh, kind of marathon training cycle for May. Also looking at an event at the end of March, which is like a 10-hour, um, every hour on the hour race. Uh, I might just throw that in for good measure as well, although it will slightly derail the marathon plan, but we will see. Uh, it looks like good fun, so I might just chuck that in for kind of shits and giggles. And then the main things, I want to do something else at the latter end of the year, um, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. So looking to leave that until the end of the year or a bit later on and then enter something last minute probably, which isn't always the best idea because a lot of stuff gets booked up. But uh, yeah, we will see and we'll look to get that done um season three is looking to be uh, awesome we've got some amazing stories um people talking about you know how they found running through addiction uh we've got a guest who talks about nearly dying off the back of an iron man we've got another guest who talks about uh, obviously, we've got James back in talking about the actual dragon's back. We've got another guest coming on who is going to be talking about uh, climbing Mont Blanc and then also climbing another 8,000 meter peak without oxygen. So without supplementary oxygen. So, we, yeah, we've got some great, great stuff lined up for season three. If you're new to the podcast, we've got two seasons already. So make sure you go back and listen to some of the epic stories on there as well. For anyone who's listening, if you've enjoyed it, if you found this useful, make sure you comment, make sure you like, make sure you share it. The more feedback I get, the more you can help, then it means I can reach out to bigger and better guests, uh, get them in and have them, you know, have more people talking about their 
experiences and you're hopefully giving you some insight so that you can go out there and do the same so that you can go out there and you create your own adventures and you know realize that we we live in a an amazing world but it is you know a, a relatively small place once you take that mindset and there's a lot out there for you to go and see and do and there's a lot for you to get out of the world um sometimes it takes you you know to push yourself out of your comfort zone um but if you have an open mind uh, and you're willing you know to push yourself and see what you're capable of then you can go out there and achieve absolutely epic and awesome things so uh this is ollie mccarthy signing out from training to endure the final episode of season two if you'd like to follow me um and what i'm doing uh then go to instagram and follow me at ollie w mccarthy i'm also bringing the youtube back as well so yeah check that out but i will see you in 2024 enjoy your christmas enjoy your new year uh make sure you write down some goals set some stuff in place that you're going to go out and achieve in in 2024 and make it an absolutely awesome year see you soon guys